let's face it, as moms, we wear so many hats and it's becoming easier and easier to get caught up in all of our mom business and sometimes we get lost or just plain stuck. I know I did. We lose a piece of our identity and what makes us unique. And because of that, we stop moving towards our purpose of who we were created to be. And that's where I come in. I've been where you are and I have felt what you're feeling. I help moms like you gain the confidence and the clarity so that you can have a greater impact in your faith, your family, and your business. I'm Bethany Blakey. Go grab your favorite mug of coffee because I've got mine and let's get to this. So this is a lesson that I am learning one day at a time. So in 44 years, <laughs> in, this is a lesson that's been 44 years in the making. So yeah, my entire life, talk about a hard head, right? And it's amazing because perception is an amazing thing. And once you have opened your eyes up to something, you can't unsee it. And uh, I, <laughs> I have this need to be the encourager and the coach and the caretaker and the fixer. And at some point, I have to learn to be silent. Crazy concept, right? Silence. Silence from me. <laughs> Ew. My family would die laughing about that because we always talk about, if we're trying to leave somewhere, I'm always the one to be caught up talking with somebody. It, it never fails. It's me. <clears throat> but it happened today. Learning to be silent. I know, right? Can you believe it? today. So I want to share it with you. Um, I'm learning the value of silence and the fact that everyone is not always wanting to be encouraged by me or be coached by me or have anything to do with what I know or what I have to say about it. Um, and part of that stems from my desire to compete in life, you know, and my desire to be better and always, quote unquote, always learn the lesson. You know, always learn the lesson. So here I stand before you today, ironically, <laughs> learning a 30-year-old lesson. Um, I've been the same exact way uh, that I perceive others to be, you know, not receptive to the lesson. So today I am <laughs> Danny Tannering myself <laughs> and you get to sit in on it. <laughs> I always feel as I observe people the need to be an encouragement. And what I found is, is that most people are probably annoyed with it. Especially when I attempt to use a teaching moment in a very poorly timed situation. <sighs> Crazy, right? Okay, <laughs> when I think someone needs it the most is when they are probably more than likely the least receptive. What a revelation, right? Maybe I am disguising encouragement as for me maybe I'm trying to talk myself into this um, as a time to force my knowledge on someone as if to give advice that they weren't even seeking <laughs> because maybe just maybe um, they didn't think anything was even off about what they were or weren't doing <laughs> how about that for some real real today take every basketball player I've ever come across over my years of being out of school and in it 
I always take the time to encourage and have a teaching moment. Isn't that great? Whenever you congratulate somebody on their win, but then you add that one little thing. One, because I feel connected to them and qualified, right? And two, because I'm always thinking people need it and want it. I would be wrong. <laughs> so after a tough loss of a game that I had attended, I did the customary chin-up speech as I greeted, you know, all the players in passing, you know. I've learned my lesson, let me tell you that right now. Just be quiet. Number one, kids aren't the same as when I was playing a million years ago. And there's a different vibe and a, a different mentality altogether. I learned this as a coach, and I watched tens of 20s of teams in this generation um, just carry themselves differently. It's just a different era. Um, it carries over into other circles as well, um, other instances and situations, the way that we, we live life. It's just a different time. So drive is different. And people's idea of success and failure and extraordinary and mediocrity, they're different. Work ethic in life is different. And what I'm not sure of is when the breakdown and the differences even started, like, you know, you have commonality in the people that are of my generations. There's more like-mindedness there, and there's a definitely a gap between even my oldest son and my youngest son in that retrospect. Not that I'm, I'm better or more driven or extraordinary in any way, because I'm not. I just notice a shift in mindset and even in expectation. Um... And this is not even restricted to the realm of sports, okay? In, in my circle of life, it's not just restricted to sports. But I've noticed a shift in even with my peers of, well, um, you know, there's just no sense of urgency or desire to climb up every day or be better than we were yesterday. It's just I found myself in this very same trap. I'm just going to be very transparent with you. I found myself in that same trap. So it's not restricted to generations, I don't think. So this very same place of complacency, I can't say that word, I'm sorry. I found myself in the that very same place of complacency, especially in areas that I'm not particularly gifted in. It's like it's way easier for me to say to myself, oh, this is as good as it's going to get because, you know, if I push myself to be better. Because I know what it feels like to have to master something. I'm teaching myself how to play piano right now. Let me tell you something. It sucks. I am not good at it. I'm getting better at it. But let me tell you, I had to commit to practicing at minimum two hours a day right now. Two hours a day at something I'm not good at. <laughs> it's way easier to do two hours a day of something I'm good at. Oh, so, in my desire to be the encourager and the teacher, I've forgotten that I am the student. And the way, you know, the only way that I can be the teacher or have the ability to teach <laughs> is if there's a pupil. That means someone who is seeking knowledge and wants to learn. I found myself today being quiet. You would be so proud of me. <laughs> I'm not talking about not speaking. I'm just talking about keeping my thoughts to myself, my opinions, my criticisms. To think that someone wouldn't want what I know, that is so hard for me to believe because what I know is so good, right? <laughs> so on that note, oh, I've learned to only speak about things when it's time. And most of the time, the time is wrong. <laughs> now, it's different when you're a parent. Obviously, you have to 
as your kids are growing up in the different ages that they are, the older they get, it seems like this is obviously more relevant. And I do this better in my relational life lessons um, with my kids outside of sports. I find myself being more like this in sports. So I've, I've learned to have, have to really keep my mouth shut on things. Um, oh, so having to learn this with my children, um, and that is a very fine line to walk because you want to push them to their best and impart work ethic over complacency. You don't want them to be satisfied with where they're at. You know, be a good teammate, all the things. Because everything transfers over into real life. I found that with sports. It just, you know, everything is ap applicable later on in life. And, and also immediately. It's very parallel. Also trying to make them see things in a different perspective. And from a different standpoint is versus, you know, always sounding like a critical grouch. I don't, I don't want to be that. And I know I've been that to them. I know that's what they hear. You know, like on Charlie Brown, wah, wah, wah. I, I, I don't want to continue on that path. You can literally know too much about something and feel like you're going to explode. That doesn't mean everybody else gives a crap about what you know. <laughs> when the very best thing and advice I could possibly give and use is the phrase, silence is golden. <laughs> Some things people just have to figure out for themselves. Amazingly enough, can you imagine them not figuring it out without me? Holy cow. And the main thing is credibility. Okay, think about that. Have I earned the right to speak? And I'm here to tell you. I'm just going to lay it out. Most of the time, I, I think I have bullied my way in under the guise of encouragement. And I didn't mean that too. Does that make sense? I like taking an opportunity, forced an opportunity. And I think if I, if I think if I impart some passing wisdom, it'll be like dropping little gold nuggets and they will be better off for having them. No matter if it's in athletics or in life. And let me tell you, my lesson has been learned this week. And multiple things that I've learned this week. In all areas of my life. Not just... <laughs> with my kids, but with friendships. It's pretty presumptuous of me to do, so um, I, I do declare it's so presumptuous. Uh, and I, I'm happy for this um, revelation and this lesson, but also I'm a little embarrassed, I guess, or I don't know, not shameful. I don't feel, I, I'm just glad that I've learned it. It's not a great feeling. I'm here when people do need me though. Because each of us have life lessons that are so valuable. And we store them away and we store them up. And they need to be shared. They do. God gives us the ability to learn from things. And the ability to be able to talk to people about things. But it's that pesky timing issue that I think some of us struggle with. And I pray that where I have offended and the bitter taste that I've left in the mouths that I've, you know, been around, that I was truly trying to do good by, that I hope that bitter taste will be less and less and that they can see me in a different light as if I'm going to be positive and an encouragement, then just be an encouragement and say encouraging things or smile and, and you know, 
wait for an invitation. What do you know about this? However that invitation comes. And as I consider my teaching moments, I'll regard that person standing across from me as more precious than the lesson that I would impart. But more, God, how will you use me to impact their life? What lesson have I learned that I could share with them and not in a, like holding it over somebody's head, like a, uh, like a snob, I guess you could say. People need to feel safe before they're open. And I never want to patronize or criticize somebody. And I think that's the way I come across. Otherwise, there's no lesson, just a wasted bunch of words and a seed of resentment. So, <laughs> until next time, never stop growing. Don't stop learning your own lessons. Look at yourself every day and reflect and those little bits of uncomfortable feelings in your emotions, don't just disregard them. So, never stop growing. Go all in and live full out. Talk to you soon.